Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. My name is Tim Birch. I am the co the technically the co-host uh, filling in for Mr. Kurt Sumner today. Um, I'm president-elect of NSPS, and I've got a couple of very special guests today uh, that hail from down in Louisville, Kentucky. I think I said that right, didn't I? Louisville? Yeah, you did. Pretty good. Uh, ben Shinneberry and Steve Holliger, and they are with, tell you what, I'm going to turn it over to Ben. He can, a uh, little introduction about who he is and uh, the, the company they work for there in Louisville. Sure. Thanks, Tim. We work for a company called QK4. We're an engineering firm here in Louisville. We have several offices in Kentucky and Tennessee, Atlanta and Indiana. And our survey department is based here in Louisville. Uh, engineering firm, but we figure that the surveyors are better at it anyways. So True. the survey department is where it's at. All right. Well, exactly. Exactly. And that's that's one reason surveyors want to listen to this podcast, because it's that's about surveying. That's who we are. So, Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from, where you grew up and how you came into surveying and how you got to sitting here today. Well, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, born and raised. Uh, I started with this company doing a path mat, pro path mat project uh, where we mapped out all the sidewalks in Louisville. And then I guess the survey team needed some warm bodies to, to show up every day anyways. And um, they gave me a shot at surveying and I had absolutely no idea what the hell I was doing. I was basically out there just doing whatever somebody told me to do, hold a stick, whatever. And, uh, <clears throat> And how I got here today is because I took my CST and I passed it. Well, first I failed it, and then they reviewed it, and then I passed it. <laughs> yep. But, uh, and I guess that y'all were interested in my story, so that's why I'm here. Oh, sure, sure. No way. And we'll get into the CST stuff. Um, okay. I, I guess when when they first had you on and you were doing the scanning for the, for the, the, the sidewalks, uh, yeah. I mean, really, what kind of what kind of training, what kind of uh, information did you have to really quickly figure out? Or is it uh, I mean, obviously, there's there's some quality control in this. They had to teach you some things. I mean, you're not you couldn't have succeeded if you were a dummy. Let's just say that. Yes. Uh, they pretty much trained us in one day. I mean, basically, we was using a um, tablet that was hooked up to a dog cart is basically a dog three-leg dog cart that we was pushing around it had a laser on the bottom of it but on the tablet kind of had the buttons that you need to push to start the recording stop it 
you had, sometimes you had to draw lines and all that good stuff. But uh, basically, if you knew how to walk and how to stay warm because it was freezing cold when we done it, you could oh, yeah. pretty much do that job. Okay. Okay. So then that project went well. Like I said, I, they say they, you know, we all say we need warm bodies, but, you know, we actually do need people to think a little bit too. So obviously uh, you, you, they, they thought enough of you to keep you on. What we, what did you do after that? I mean, what, what got you into, into the surveying part of it? What were you doing right off the bat after the, the, the scanning? Uh, what I was doing, I was basically going out and helping uh, a guy they call Larry Heinz and he's a surveyor. He's kind of a legend in these parts. We still call him the legend. I call him every day for advice. A lot, not every day, but a lot. Uh, he's retired now. But basically, I think what, because the guy that was over the survey department at the time, a guy named Keith Crow, he has passed away now. But he's seen that I showed up every day and I worked really hard. So he gave me a shot. And, uh, I'm pretty open-minded to learning new things. I always enjoy learning new things. So basically I just stayed open-minded and just kept trying. I mean, kept pushing on. Sure. Sure. So to give you a little background, Tim, Larry Heinsohn had worked for our company for over 35 years oh my. as wow. a survey crew chief. Okay. He is licensed and he retired a year or so back, but he needed some help on his field crew. Uh, Steve came in without any experience working in a survey crew, and we paired him with what Steve likes to refer to Larry as the legend. <laughs> and Larry was able to have help on the crew, and Steve was able to have a mentor in the field to gather information, know how to do all the things that 35 years of field experience will teach in a field crew. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So obviously, Ben, you were around when a lot of this was going on. I mean, I guess right off the bat, what stood out as far as uh, Steve's skill set that that the company looked at it and said, yeah, this guy could really do this and do this well. What what stood out to you as just far as his as work ethic and his show up attitude? Right. Some of what is important in a surveyor is just being responsible, having a good attitude when you do show up to work, um, being eager to learn, uh, having good crew dynamics. So some crews have a hard time uh, working with each other. So if a crew member can be there and have a smile on his face and be interested in learning, then those soft skills in a lot of ways are what's most important. Exactly. Steve didn't have any experience before, but uh, he was ready to work. And as surveyors, a lot of times working outside is a special skill set that a lot of people wouldn't work in the cold, in rough situations, in difficult terrain, or down in ditches and other things. And Steve was willing and eager to do anything that Larry needed him to do, gathering information and then helping that crew nice. chief out. Good. Uh, one area that we have moved Steve into is locating subsurface utilities. 
and that can be a dirty job at times, <laughs> yeah. especially if we're uh, doing uh, vacuum excavation and actually locating the lines. Sure. And Steve was eager to do that. You know, it's sometimes it's a difficult job to be told to dig a hole six feet deep and then immediately fill it back in. Um, <laughs> but for Steve, he didn't mind doing that. It was within his skill set that he could understand tracing the utility lines, knowing where it is, and then having the confidence to dig the vacuum excavation hole and be able then to locate it on the backside. Sure. So that, that is one way that he learned that skill from field experience and then took that field experience with confidence to be able to handle projects now if I have a subsurface utility uh, engineering location job, then I can hand that to him and say, call in the bug ticket, research the maps for these jobs, go out and find the utilities and locate them for us. Nice. Nice. I'm a pretty good surveyor too, Tim. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get to a little, you know what? Okay. So that that's a good segue. Let's get into this with then learning enough about surveying to jump into the CST, which it's amazing to me still as much as NSPS broadcasts it as, as many, I mean, there's lots of CSTs across the country. It's still a kind of an unknown. And so when I hear people that, that do get turned onto it and want to do it, uh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm thrilled. I'm really thrilled because I think it is a good test. So, uh, Tell us about your experience. What what did you learn about the CST, and what 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 kind of drove you to want want to do this? I think what drove me more than anything is getting my CST. I just wanted a I wanted a foot to stand on, and I wanted to understand what I was doing out in the field. It's real easy, I think, personally, to just go out and say, "Okay, I want you to shoot this hillside and this drain and everything else." I want to know why I'm doing it, right? And the CST kind of gave me that and I also I like to understand before I even go out into the field Ben comes to me and says I need a boundary survey he shouldn't have to explain every little detail of the boundary survey by doing the CST and researching that stuff myself and, and studying it now he can send me out and say go get a boundary survey and I know exactly what to go out and shoot the first day sure or if I need to talk over this area I know what to do now to go out and set control and then do the topo. I know what to do when I first get to the job and what to do at the end of the job. And and the CST gave me a, a good idea of that and it helped me out with the math as well. Good. You gotta think I was 42 years old when I started surveying. I got a GD, you know, you know so I mean, mm -hmm. I really didn't, and then it's like, here, I need you to go figure out this trigonometry. And I'm like, what, what yeah. the hell is trigonometry? Right. And with the CST, in the survey comp computa computation, am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. Part of the test, I got to learn a lot of what the math and why the math is, the trig, the angles, the right angles. I got to learn all that. And I, I just like I just like to learn and, and just keep advancing in a field that I really enjoy it. That's, That's another thing. I love, absolutely love coming to work. Heard you say something about it. A bad day on vacation ain't as good as a good day. Work, right. At work, well, that's, I love a good day at work. Well, good, good. Well, that, well, and I guess that's, you know, that's part of the, uh, 
the reason we really wanted to wanted to talk this out because you're a great example of somebody that's that has come into it uh, a little later than normal and you just fell into it and it is I mean, you know and i said that earlier about bad day at vacation i mean it's uh i have yet to meet a surveyor that that says you know what i really don't like my job I don't think they exist. I mean, this is just a profession that we do. We do like what we do. We really do. Um, and I guess, you know, that's one thing I like about the CST. And like you said, it gives you an opportunity to train and kind of give you an idea where it needs to go. Because I think, and I, I bet Ben will, uh, will second me on this. We've all seen the resumes of people come through our desk that go, I know this equipment, this equipment, this equipment. I know how to do all of these things. And then you get them for a week and they know nothing. Versus CST, I mean that's if you pass that, and and it's it's amazing how difficult even the the entry level stuff is, but it's a good test. I think it's a good test, and it's it's giving you some some direction on where you want to go. Um, yeah, what, we, go, we oh, go encourage ahead. we encourage Steve to study for the CST that he could do on the times that maybe we weren't heavy in field work. And there was some downtime or the crew chief is getting a job in the morning and he'll be an hour or so getting the details of the job and to spend productive time instead of just cleaning the truck or sharpening the tools or you know calibrating things you can spend that time in learning different aspects of surveying through the cst program what we showed Steve the information online and pointed him in the right direction, but it was it was Steve's initiative that kept it going. That's great. Sometimes you may encourage somebody to to initiate learning, and unless you're pushing that wagon, it doesn't move anywhere. But Steve took it and continued with it. And after a few months, we discussed him taking the exam. And at that point, I think it became real in his survey career that, oh, this isn't just me going through the information on the website. Mm -hmm. There is an end to this. And I can study for the certification and then have a certification that means something. It's not just empty knowledge that you're gaining. Exactly. That's great. Well, I guess Steve, when you were, when you decided, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take this test and I'm going to, I'm going to work towards something. What were, what were some of the, the, the tools, the, any kind of aids, any, I mean, any kind of mentoring that uh, was, that got you, got you down that road that got you to where you were able to confidently sit down and take that test and, and pass it. Um. The study guide, first of all, the CSD study guide kind of led me in, in the right direction. And then they had on the CSD uh, website, they got some books that they refer you to. I kind of went over those as well. Uh, as far as the field um, processing or uh, procedures or whatever it is, probably saying that wrong, but that was probably the most difficult part of the test for me because, you know, the stuff that we're doing in the field now. Plumb bob. I don't think I've used a plumb bob the whole time I've been here. I think I've only seen two plumb bobs since I've been here. Oh, yeah. And they do, and they talk about a lot of that in chaining and stuff like that. So it was kind of tough. 
but I also got got in. I was like, go to the. I use my Google search engine a lot too. Good. And would find like for the computations and all that. I would find videos on how to you know calculate stuff and all that. Uh, I use Quizlet. I think the name of it is as well. Mm. Okay. And they got a bunch of survey quizzes on there. I kind of went through as well, and just kind of reading them books and just studying hard. I remember the week coming up to it, I like stayed over at work until like seven every day, just right. studying, studying. But it was a very, that you can never be over-prepared for that test, if I could tell anybody, because that was a really tough test. It is. I thought I was well-prepared until I got there. Now, I remember taking the test and uh, Greg Palmer, I think his name is, ain't that him? He was the one giving me the test, and he was like, you got like 30 minutes left. Are you all right? You know, my ego is course. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> I used, well, it's like a four hours they give you or whatever. I right. used three hours, 59 minutes, and 59 <laughs> seconds. That's okay. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, that's that's good. Uh, well, like I said, it, it does need to be a challenge. I mean, it does. If it was a cakewalk, then anybody would do it. But the fact is that uh, you were able to, to, sounds like you made yourself well-prepared. Um, now, yeah, let's talk about the, the actual scoring and uh, what how that ended up. And I, because I will tell you, I was on the CST board for three years, and I know what goes on behind the scenes as far as the the scoring and grading. So, but I want to hear it from maybe your perspective how it was. Maybe we should interview you, Tim, <laughs> on how to score a CST exam. Yeah. So, when I first, of course, they give you this test results right there as soon as you're done. And I was in, uh, yeah. I think I missed it by like maybe three points or something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't right. very much. I don't remember exactly, but it was very, it was, and I, I was bummed for real. And it, of course, all the way home back from Lexington to Louisville, I'm thinking, man, I got to take this test again. That was a tough test. I wanted to study more. Right. And a few months went by. And, of course, I failed it. A few months went by. And I remember we was on I-70, uh, I-71. We was at the Wadi exit. I don't know. You probably don't know nothing about Kentucky, but that's all right. <laughs> If anybody from Kentucky's listening, they know what I'm talking about. Exactly. And uh, pumping gas, and I got an email from the NSPS. Or yeah, it was the NSPS. Yes, I got yes. an email, and it said the review board revised your score, went over some of the the uh, questions, and they've changed some of them. And your score is now a passing score. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, from Hill Valley. <laughs> I shouldn't say it'll be good country folks at that gas station was probably wondering why the hell is he at that gas pump dancing right now. Oh, I, no. I couldn't believe it at first, you know, and then I realized what it was saying. I, and I just started dancing right there at the gas pump. It, it was felt good. It really that's, did. That's fantastic. Well, yes, I'll give you a quick behind the scenes on, on what happens there. Um, these CST tests for each level have literally thousands of questions and these have been been worked on for 30 plus years and so to keep 
this thing basically randomized as it goes through so somebody can't copy a test and all the, the, the secrecy and all the, the security of it. Well, a lot of times when these tests come out, you might have a couple of questions that are actually old questions that uh, that people really don't use anymore, or there were some inconsistencies in the way it was asked. So if several people miss this, miss this, uh, you know, certain questions, we'll go back and look at it and go, was this a fair question? So that's what we'll do is we'll, we'll take a look at them and go, you know what, based on this figure, based on these, this information, maybe it's just not quite a fair question. So we will strike that and give you credit for that, for those questions. So those that are on the cusp, like yourself, you passed. So it's, it's not necessarily, um, uh, grading on the curve. It's nothing like that. It's just, we look at the questions and if there's, a, a several people that missed something in particular, we take a good hard look at it. And, uh, I'm glad you are a recipient of one of those questions that, uh, you know, cause that's, that's one of the tough things that the CST board is going through now is updating all of these questions to current technology. And, uh, I hate to think that we're going to get away from temperature corrections for tapes and sag and all of that stuff. But, um, like you said, how often do are people really using steel tapes and plumb bobs anymore next to never, but some of these things we're going to have to end up scaling out, but I'm glad you, I would have loved to have seen the security cameras of you dancing out there. That just would have been, <laughs> that would have well, been, pretty good chance, uh, I, I bet you are. I bet you are. Um, okay. So you've passed, you've passed this level. What's your, what's your goals for moving on? What do, what do you, what are you going to do to, for, for, uh, for an encore, let's say. CST2, of course. Yep. Yep. And I've, and I've kind of uh, been, we, we were really busy for a while, like super busy. It's like when the pandemic hit, right. for some reason we got busy. We didn't, we didn't slow down in the survey area anyways with our jobs, with our company anyways. But it's slowed down a little bit here lately. So I've been kind of getting back into studying. And right. Going, finding new, I, I found another one for, uh, it's called Khan Academy. I think it is Khan Academy. Oh, yes, yes. It's got a lot of trigonometry in it. And you can good. Uh, Good. So I'm yeah. studying again. All right. Well, that that's good to hear. Yeah, that was that was strange. Yeah, like we were saying before we, we started recording that uh, we were going to do this earlier. Then the pandemic hit and didn't ever think we'd get to this far down the road. Um, but it sounds like you guys are like a majority of what I've been talking to people across the country that, you know, here we were when the pandemic hit was like, OK, it's going to shut everything down. But yet we were. I hate to say it, we were essential. We are essential uh, as far as getting things done. And so obviously it, things have picked up for you and um, okay. So you haven't had quite as much time to study, but you guys have been busy though. So it's uh, there, there is, a, there is a trade-off. Um, I can tell you, Tim, that we encouraged our, all of our field guys to pursue whatever level of CST that they're on uh, moving forward. And it gives a good exposure to field crew members that may not have ever uh, done older methods or run calibrations. Steve, in preparing for level two, went through uh, pegging his level. Ah. And so 
he took his level out and pegged his level in the uh, parking lot by himself and learned that method and then teaching the reasons that it's important to maintain your equipment. And before, uh, Larry would have done that and checked on the equipment and made sure that it's working in field uh, conditions. But now Steve's responsible for that. Good. So Larry did retire. We moved Steve into more of a crew chief role along with his subsurface utilities. Good. And uh, so learning those and being responsible for gathering that information on his own is important. One other uh, funny story with Steve, we asked him to run a traverse uh, a few weeks back and for his two years of being in our survey department had never run a traverse on his own. So we do a lot of work uh, with least squares adjustment and positional accuracy with our GPS sure. setting uh, control for DOT jobs mm -hmm. and control for topography surveys, but Steve had never run and been responsible for a traverse before. So another learning aspect, going through CST level two, and he could review the information that he'd already looked at and gone through, learn how to do it on his data collector and bring the information back in. It's a good learning step. And for survey managers that we are busy handling paperwork and talking with clients and business development and running crews, a lot of times you don't have the time, the volume of time to work with your technicians. And in Steve's case, he is eager enough to show the initiative and go out and look at the information and then do a Google search on the stuff that he doesn't understand in the CST uh, study guides. So instead of hitting a roadblock and then needing somebody to direct him the next step, he was uh, showed enough initiative that he could do that on his own. And that is really what I think is important in progressing our profession not just being not just waiting for somebody to give you the instruction there are resources out there and in the times when you aren't as busy and can look at the website follow up with a resource book you know at night if you're a book reader you can read through brown's yeah. uh book on boundary law and cool. For me, that puts me to sleep, so that it's a double win-win. So yeah. I'm reading and I'm going back to sleep. So finding information and then working through it on your own is a valuable asset for a survey crew field member. Absolutely. Well, I guess it's Steve. Um, looking forward past CST two and and beyond. What do you have any? bigger goals that you're shooting for anything that you would i mean as far as equipment how to run things how to how to do any kind of uh, particular cad cad, CAD auto cad microsoft all that I, I i would really like to be able to come in and i can kind of plot deeds already i'm getting better at good running CAD, little by little but i would just like to be able to make my own stakeout points put my own uh, 
my own points into a drawing. Sure. Be able to do a plat, get Ben to sign it and send it out. <laughs> I'd love to be able to do all that. Exactly. That's, that's where I end go is to be able to do all that stuff. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that's, um, well, and, and something you were just talking about, Ben, I think that's something that I, I, that's one reason I wanted to, to, to meet you guys and, and really walk through this, that I think you guys are a great example of when, when an employer sees value in not just the work that somebody does, but the, the contributions they're, they're making for their own career. And uh, to see you just digging in is just, uh, is fantastic. And the employer has to be there to back it up. And that's part of what we can't, Yes, we're there. We're in business to make money, but we're also in business to to provide for for uh, our employees and, and their families. And if you're you said it earlier, you, you, you're happy with what you're doing. I just don't think there's sometimes there's not enough people that are happy uh, through their employers what they're doing. So I I applaud uh, your company for for pushing this on. Um, well, when when Steve uh, told us about passing the exam of course we were all proud for him but i reached out and sent an email to nsps and it was basically addressed to whomever runs cst i wanted to thank nsps mm -hmm. for the review and then letting steve know and then i uh, talked with lisa she came to our uh, kentucky yes. association conference uh, back in february and was telling her the story. She said this would be a great uh, highlight for the podcast. And at that point, the podcast was well going. So we reached out to you, Tim, and said, hey, would you like to highlight uh, Steve's story and the CST program? And so it just works well together uh, for the surveying community to hear that there is still energy out there that people are learning that surveyors still love their job and what we do. Yes, it, it is. It's it is such a, a a a great story, and I'm glad you guys did reach out because, um, obviously we're in some crazy times right now, and it's good to hear that people are like to get up and go to work and get stuff done and learn every day. And I guess, um, I I I. Applaud you, Steve, for for uh, especially for having to to uh, you learn from a you learn from a good man as well the the legend that uh, yeah. that uh, <laughs> unfortunately the the profession has gotten away from some of that that uh, um, that we we need to be able to have those mentors we got to be able to have those people so um, I applaud you for just sticking with it and and making it work. Um, uh, Anything else you guys want to add? Um, what I just want to add to this too. I mean, this company, it was a real, real blessing to be introduced to this company. Like from top to bottom, they've everybody in this company has always had my back. Good. Uh, they definitely gave me a second chance. Uh, life wasn't so great before coming to the queue, uh, but just through hard work and just taking God's direction and being blessed with a really, really good company that's really got your back. I can, I, I, that's I just love coming to work every day. Well, that's good. I mean, then, then that's a, 
I mean, that's all part of it. That's it. It's the great attitude. It is the opportunities. It is. It's everything. Um, and like I said, I I applaud you, applaud all of you for putting this together. Um, I I'll be I'll be listening. I'll keep the ear out for when you pass the CST two, because um, okay. I know I know I'm going to hear you hooting and hollering. I know I will. Yeah. Um, I'll record my dancing this time for you. There there we go. There we go. And uh, I. I'm, I'm going to make it a point that uh, somehow, some way, we're going to meet up, and uh, uh, you know what? NSPS is going to buy. I, I'm going to buy you dinner for that because that. I mean, that's 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 something okay. fantastic. That uh, uh, you you're really a a, a a great example of what you can what a person can do when they put their mind to it. That that's what it's all about. And um, uh, yes, you've got a great company you're working for. You got a great great guy beside you that's helping you helping you lead leading the way for you too so uh no this is some good stuff um what piece of advice would you give to somebody that's starting into surveying right now and looking to follow the same similar path that uh, that 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 you've taken regardless of age just uh keep a good attitude and never say no just do whatever <laughs> they want you to do <laughs> That's just it. You can't worry about getting your hands dirty or uh, right. it, it's it, it, it is a good job. It's a good it's a good profession. It's a good career. So we love the outdoors. It's definitely the best thing, mm -hmm. best job you can probably get into. Nice. Nice. Well, I tell you what, I, I'm going to put it on my calendar. We're going to follow back up. I want when do you think you, you have a you have a time frame you're looking at the CST level two? You're thinking of taking it? Not really, not really a time frame. All you right. Know, well, I'm going to check back with you. My life's been really busy here lately, Tim. Sure. So it's kind of, it's it's starting to settle back in, so maybe I get some more study time. Sure, sure. No, that's good. Well, I'm going to check back in with you guys because I want to... I, we I will, we want to stay on top of this story. We want to see see how see what how your progress is going and see when you hit these next few marks because, um, Steve, I, I don't know that I've met anybody in a long time that's that just seems as focused and as driven as you are, and uh, it's a delight to be able to share this story through this because, um, I mean. This this means a lot to the profession, and uh, you mean more to the profession than I think than than maybe you know. And uh, uh, you, this entire story is just a is just a great thing. So um, I will check back on you, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 see how see how quickly you're gonna keep progressing on some things. Uh, ben, any Oh yeah, it is. Ben, any last yeah. thoughts on uh, wh where's the profession going? I mean, you've got people like Steve, but where is the profession going? Where do we? How do we get more Steves? Well, it it is more difficult looking for uh, survey employees. We've been uh, on the job uh, hunt for several different positions for a while, and. Um, this one worked well because the skills that Steve learned, he grew from within the company. So we were able to hire him on and then he continued to progress as he's been with us. Um, whether we are able to find some exterior help or continue uh, using interns, 
uh, during the summer and then moving interns to full-time positions, uh, sure. finding students that are coming out of college that are looking uh, for specific work in surveying, uh, all of those things, uh, using the podcasts, other uh, media outlets, uh, NSPS, I think it recognizes that the surveying industry needs a push and we're trying to be involved in that here in Kentucky and hopefully we will grow some energy behind the profession, get more people interested in it and then realize them in good employees moving forward. Good, good. Do you see Mr. Craig Palmer very much? Is he is he around much? We do see him. Uh, not lately. You know, pandemic has uh, closed down a lot of live meetings, um, but we'll see him anytime that uh, the CAPS conferences are going on. Uh, I've run into Craig at Trimble Dimensions conferences and other national conferences. I was planning on attending Capitol Day this spring, and I know Craig has been at Capitol Day several times. Yep. Uh, but he's a good asset for Kentucky to have and a long history uh, with his family here surveying in Kentucky. Well, that's why I want to give him a little bit of a shout out because Craig is a good guy and he has been a, a good long uh, representative of Kentucky uh, at for NSPS. And uh, yeah, it's bad thing about the pandemic and miss seeing a lot of these people. So uh, if, right. you, if you pass, pass by him, tell him, uh, tell him Tim says hi, and uh, we, we can't wait to get back together again, but sure. Um, now, gentlemen, I'll, I know it's uh, getting towards supper time, so uh, we'll wrap this up. And uh, like I said, I will check back and we'll see what your progress is and uh, see sure. how things are going. See how things are going. See, I want to know when you're going to start, Steve, when you're going to put out that plat and you're going to throw Ben's signature on it and spit it out the door. <laughs> I, I want I can't wait for that day. So that'll be good. So, well, that'll wrap us up for this episode of Surveyor Says. Um, tell you what, between Ben Shinneberry and Steve Holliger, you will hear more of those names out there. I'm telling you, um, they're, they're definitely uh, uh, forced to, forced to be reckoned with so we will hear from them soon again so gentlemen have a good evening and uh, we will talk again soon thanks tim thank you you've been listening to the surveyor says podcast brought to you by the national society of professional surveyors if you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic please email us at info at nsps.us.com and we are here to help Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor. Surveyor.